microphone close to his mouth and speak loud and clear. Yerubash Writings, Volume 1. The article is Ancestral Merit. A dispute is introduced regarding ancestral merit. Shmuel said, Ancestral merit has ended. Rabbi Yochanan said, Ancestral merit pardons. In the Midrash, Rav Acha said, Ancestral merit exists forever and is forever mentioned. And there, in the Tosfot, it is said, Rabbeinu Tam says that ancestral merit has ended, but ancestral covenant has not ended. To Rabbi Yochanan, it seems that there is no dispute between Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan. Shmuel said that it is ended for the wicked, but not for the righteous. And Rabbi Yochanan is referring to the righteous. According to the above, we can interpret what is being asked about the choice. They ask if there is ancestral merit, then there is no choice here. Since ancestral merit causes a person to be righteous. According to the words of the Tosfot in the name of the Ari, who says that ancestral merit is only for the righteous, it follows that initially one has choice so as to be righteous, and subsequently one can enjoy the ancestral merit. In the essay Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah, it appears that thanks to ancestral merit, we have the power to make the choice. And were it not for ancestral merit, we would not be able to make the choice. In reality, we see that even though we have ancestral merit, we still do not see that everyone has the strength to make the choice. Rather, everyone finds it difficult. However, the ancestral merit assists us in making the choice. This means that choosing applies where there are two equal things, and I must decide. But when one side is more difficult than the other, it cannot be said that I must decide since I naturally lean toward the stronger side. Therefore, thanks to ancestral merit, there are two equal forces and we can decide. This is called that we were given the strength to make the choice. To understand these matters, we should look at what is written in the essay, The Giving of the Torah, Matan Torah. Therefore, the Creator did not find a nation or tongue qualified to receive the Torah. 
except for the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, whose ancestral merit reflected upon them. As our sages said, the patriarchs observed the whole Torah even before it was given. This means that because of the exaltedness of their souls, they had the ability to attain all the ways of the Creator with respect to the spirituality of the Torah, which stems from their dvekut, their adhesion with Him, without first needing the latter of the practical part of the Torah, which they have had no possibility of observing at all. Undoubtedly, both the physical purity and the mental exaltedness of our Holy Fathers greatly influenced their sons and their sons' sons. It therefore follows that thanks to the ancestral merit, we can make the choice, otherwise it would be impossible. However, we need great mercy even once we have ancestral merit, so we can make the choice, meaning abandon self-love and take upon ourselves love of others, and that all our aspirations will be only to bestow contentment upon the Creator. And even with all the powers of Torah and mitzvot, that we will be able to defeat the evil in us and turn it into good. However, we should understand why he says ancestral merit has ended. The question is, what existed prior to the end of ancestral merit? And if so, there was no need for choice then, since he had ancestral merit. However, we should say that a person's request that he will help him come close to him, to the true service of the Creator, is the prayer itself. His request that he will help him with ancestral merit itself is considered a choice. The choice is that he is doing what he can, and this is already regarded as choice. Here. One, he writes that choice is in a place where there are two equal things, and I need to decide between them. That's one thing. Many times we hear that there's choice where we have resistance and they're not equal. And then he says that ancestral merit equalizes between them. What does it mean that it equalizes between them? As it continues in the article, if we can read it. But these are two things that are not so clear to me in this manner. Meaning, there are questions. Okay. Okay. 
What's the con- what is the matter of the ending of the ancestral merit? It used to be and now it isn't. What's the difference? What does it depend on? Not so clear, yeah? If it's a merit, how can it be taken? Yes? Thank you, Rav. I think we have to take this merit every day anew to come with a deficiency every day with a clea and to come with the desire to bestow to the Creator. Demand from Him each time the force of bestowal, the force of love. When we are it's like he said here that the sons of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob took it even before it was more than they were given to it so here we have to come every day with a new deficiency a new clea for the creator to, to fill meaning the ability to come to the creator and demand forces and understanding the operation and so forth, all those things, they do belong to us, intended for us, but we just have to ask, to demand. Well, that's quite reasonable, yes. Our work is in three lines permanently, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So this merit is something that exists internally in, in our internality in each person. And the ability to work is truly working with all three lines in common and to find the midline. This is the, the merit that we're given and we're also brought to the chasadim and vessels that can draw us towards the Creator in our work. Maybe that's the privilege we have. Okay, and still, what does he tell us as a solution, Dudi? Yes. Eventually, we understand that it's a, an appeal to him, to the Creator. He writes it in the end. He writes, this uh, helps him come closer to him to serve the Creator in truth. The prayer itself that he asks him to help him in the ancestral merit itself is considered a choice. And this choice is that he is doing what he can, and this is already regarded as a choice. Is that understood? As an answer, as a as an excuse. No. 
Why not? That's what I was trying to ask earlier also. What does it mean, help me in ancestral merit? As if I have some kind of credit, that's how it sounds. The ancestral merit seems to be a credit of sorts. What is this credit? I don't know, that you were born by this force or that force, and to some extent these forces are responsible for you. I still don't understand what this credit is. Who are these ancestors and what's this credit? When you are facing a possible solution, a possible solution, is that the merit? What comes to a person is what he did due to his good deeds, his efforts. But his deeds are not there. Where does he get it from and what's there? You get to make a determination since you have ancestral merit. It's like he's describing it like a skill. On one hand, there's the will to receive that is huge. You start from there and there's no choice there. Uh, on the other hand, he says there's several things about the good side of the skill, meaning ancestral merit, but it's not enough. You need great mercy. That's also not enough. And in addition to that, he says you need all the power of so eventually what are all the cumulative things that go to the side of good in a person a person does everything that's up to him so what is this credit he receives that there are forces that help him no no What's not understood in the end is what is this ancestral merit in the end? Is it because of this something that was done to him or his forces that he does and who helps him and, and, and in what way? From man's perspective, thanks to his choice, from the forces perspective, for they were intended to help him do that. Do these forces help each one equal? Because he says it helps the righteous and not the wicked. Mm-hmm. So does it help more or less everyone in the same way, in an equal way? Do they also all receive this credit? Yes, but to begin with, people are not equal. Some have ancestral merit and some seem to not have. So where is this question coming from? Is there an ancestral merit or not? Because Probably it exists in some and in some it doesn't. Why? Why, I don't know. That, that's like in every kind of uh, problem of this sort. You have some conditions, and based on these conditions you have to work. Why are those conditions not equal? That's because he who set up the problem decided that way. We can't interfere with that. It's, it precedes us. So how is it that only the righteous were given this ancestral merit? He writes in one of the possibilities that only the righteous received the ancestral merit. Those who were given ancestral merit are called righteous.
Thank you, Rav. Can we say that to me ancestral merit is happening through the ten? If I see myself inside the ten, then I have strength to ask to be aimed correctly at the Creator. Where do you have these forces from? I get it from the ten. If you connect to the ten in the correct way, then as a result, you have a question, yes, that you turn to the Creator and He guides you correctly. Okay, could be. Who else was there? Yes. We can also look at it as everything happening within a single person, meaning that a person comes to the the, the point of choice when they're, they're, they're equal, the bad part in him and the good part in him, and he has to make a decision every time anew. And at every point, there's, if, if they're both equal, how does he decide? Rise to the higher up, the next degree. And there maybe is hope for it to work. So there's, there's this description in the article, like in every degree a person needs to rise. He says ultimately with prayer or request that a force will help him from above because he himself can't ascend anymore. If they're equal, then he can't pick himself up. Yes, clear. No. Well? Well, that's correct. Yes, Oren. In the last paragraph it says that a person's request that he will help him come close to him to the true service of the Creator. What is the true service of the Creator? And in truth, without any appeal from himself, he wants to reach the forces of bestowal. And he continues, the prayer itself that he's asking for is that he uh, will help him with ancestral merit. Yes. What is that? <coughs> that if he asks this way to just come to bestowal, then he reaches it. That's the degree of the merit of the forefathers, of the ancestors. Why is all this called service of the Creator or work of the Creator? All our efforts to rise above our ego, above the will to receive are called the Creator's service or the Creator's work. Why? Because it's His nature, His, his bestowal, love, connection. 
A bit of a different uh, question. This article is article number 11 from 1984. Meaning, it's article number 11, the Rabash writes to you. Yes. And its name is Ancestral Merit. So he speaks and writes, and at the end he says, a person is asking to get to the true, close to the true service of the Creator, thanks to ancestral merit. What did Rabash want to, from this whole article, what did he want to, to emphasize to us? What uh, principle in the work of the Creator? That we need to reach the degree of our ancestors. That we need to be connected as much as possible, and that we yearn the purpose of our path as much as possible, which is to be connected. He explained to us in previous articles that there is a goal to the society we have gathered here and so forth. And here, what what's being added to the salad here? What's the addition in this article number, number 11? That we need upon the calculation that was built for us by our ancestors to advance onwards another step. <laughs> the depth of the discussion. Yes, Michael. We can add a thousand more directions, this way, the other way, the opposite way. It seems like everything can be true. The question is, can we scrutinize in the ten? Regardless of what we think, what we discuss, it seems like it doesn't matter. Can we just make sure, though, that we... Ex- take the, the opportunity to work here. And then we're aligned with Rabash's article if we find some work from it. Yes, you're correct. Well, continue. Yeah, because I'm sitting here for an hour thinking about a thousand directions. Everything the friend said sounds correct. And there's more directions. I'm trying to understand what to do with it. Because otherwise, just philosophizing is not... What brings us towards the correct advancement? If we take from all that we heard something to work on. What? A deficiency for a connection between us, otherwise none of this advances us to any form of bestowal. So how do we take from anything we identify, uh, what we identify in an article, and turn it to such a deficiency? That's why I can't understand. How do we take everything the friends say and turn it into a deficiency for the work? Meaning a deficiency for connection. Yes. Well, what seems to you that doesn't go together with us? I'm asking how to focus on finding a deficiency for connection all the time, how to make sure that is always in front of us. 
or yearn to labor in connection in every single state, in every possible address. And what does the article add to us in this yearning? The conditions. The conditions we need to see in everything in the form of an opportunity to connect. Yeah.